0: Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome back, Seekers, to episode 70 of Need More Buffs. I'm one of your co hosts, Matt Sonnenberg.
1: And I'm the other one, Frank Raisbeck. Matt, we've had so much fun. The game finally came out. It's been probably. at least a week now and we have so much to talk talk about because this app this update was huge it was like the biggest one they've put out it's true
0: i i mean the, the biggest update since the launch of the app yes
1: oh my god like we we got adventure mode we got draft mode we got several hot fixes on a bunch of interactions just between burn between the way abilities work and trigger we like they, they changed so much all at once, and they, I don't even know what what do we, what do we want to talk about today. What, <laughs> there's so many choices to talk about in such little that time. That is
0: the question, oh, man. man. I well, okay. Let, let's just clean up some of the little odds and ends quickly. You, you mentioned it briefly. We got our mute button.
1: We did. No more trolling. Yes, finally. Yes,
0: I like honestly. People complained about it a lot, and I don't know if I just. Played against good people that didn't abuse all the, the the emotes and stuff, but I I never really had a problem with it.
1: I I only had a problem with it near the beginning, and then I complained. But if you go into casual, yeah, people didn't do it in casual. It was mostly the people in ranked.
0: Interesting. Yeah, that, I, that, I, that, it that a feels a little backwards. People. I think because I, I of. think that the people in ranked are a little more serious about the game and really want to you know focus on
1: it. But kind know. of yeah. But I mean when you've been Think about it in rank when you if you've been losing for so long and then you finally get a good win, <laughs> you're gonna hit that emote button because you're sure. like, yeah, I finally win. And that guy's like, dude, you're just like, I came in here to have fun. Come on, man, it's okay. Yeah. We're all playing a game, but it's it's something the game did need. People, I understand get, it. Yeah, people get really irritated, especially if they've been playing it for a long time and have like a really bad game, and someone's just sitting there sending the laughing emote. You don't want to listen to that for every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So it's
0: fair. It was a easy thing to implement i think so I oh mean, oh yes and it's optional like mm-hmm. if you don't you mind can... people if you don't play against people like or you can just mute them mid game who cares there you go
1: Yeah, you're good to go
0: so yeah ni- nice option there but what else we got we got oh okay the the, the big change dusk talon assassin i mean oh they, it, it's it's a blanket kind of rule change but they gave two specific examples in their update notes here, and they, for the, both examples, they used Dust town Assassin, and like, shocker. Yeah, I, I, I mean,
1: it gets Was into. Was Weaver not
0: popular enough? Is I, that what? <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times this week already I've heard people say there's a bug with Dust town Assassin, and like, yep. No, you obviously
1: didn't read the update. Nope. Nope. Their updates, everyone's like, oh, new cards are out. Awesome. (laughs) We got more than just a new set, guys. We got several new interactions. Please read Please read the news reports. That's what they're there for. Yeah,
0: they're, but, they're very short, sometimes even, I think, too short. So it'll only take you two minutes to read it.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, but, they could go a lot more in-depth with these news reports, <laughs> I think. There's so much to talk about. But yeah, I think even just yesterday I saw someone, hey, there's a bug with Dusttail and Assassin. It didn't trigger my tentacles. And I am just no, like... No,
0: no. That's exactly what they're going for.
1: Yep. Copy-paste the news report. Here, read this, man. You'll understand. Yeah.
0: So... They, 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 There are technically two changes they made that cards like Dust Talent Assassin that trigger other abilities can yes. no longer trigger once-per-game abilities, yes. like we saw with Star Tame of Kallic. Yep. But then, yeah, the big one is it no longer counts as using the ability, so it won't mm. trigger cards like yeah. Abyss like 10.
1: Triggering and activating are like now two different keywords, mm-hmm. I think is what they did where, yeah, obviously if you activate it, you're doing it on your own, but if you trigger it, it doesn't technically activate the ability. Yeah. So you don't get those abyss shades, abyss tentacles, all the fun little, little...
0: Yeah, all those fun Additional actions.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah,
0: so, so I mean, it, it's still... Dread is still very powerful, right?
1: It, it, tentacles need clunky corners. Anyway, Matt, you were saying.
0: <laughs> so, someone made the point that, you know, you're only losing two to six damage typically mm-hmm. like the tentacles were the big big thing like yeah, yeah. There, there might be some shade in there or something that's going to grant one healing somewhere you know weaver whatever you're playing classic like it, it, there are a few other things that aren't going to trigger as well but really it's two to six damage that's from fr- from one assassin
1: right and I think people are looking at that not like still in the in the mindset of uh, Shroud of Night being a playable card. Yeah, and Shroud of Night's like, oh, then all my shadow damage gets increased, so I'm losing mm-hmm. like my big twenty five damage. And I'm like, yeah, but if you're playing ranked, you can't play Shroud of Night anymore. <laughs> so you're not you're losing it regardless of the the change. Yeah. But, so I, a, a lot of things
0: that all came together at once, and I mean it is a big change because of how prevalent Dust talent assassin was yes but i think it's a change for the better and i i, I still think dust Talon assassin is a very strong
1: card oh it's so good i mean outside of what is it shade whirler that's the only way to trigger abilities twice in a yeah. turn
0: yeah i mean it's a, it, it's a fantastic way like I, I mean i I will put it out there. The, the the one thing this does not stop is your uh, what's the tech one?
1: Oh oh, uh, empowered <laughs> implant.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Newt started with an E. Empowered implant. Yeah, when you're sitting there on second corner and you can trigger fifteen damage twice, plus the three damage from dust talent assassin. I mean that's thirty three damage in one turn yet.
1: That is true. I mean if you unless you play that turn one and they're playing what uh, filth snout, you're not gonna you're gonna kill them. The <laughs> yes. new thirty five hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that's that's a change in my opinion for the better. There's still more to change in dread, but it's a good change nonetheless. Yeah. And now, I mean, aside from that, they changed the way the they they re 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 added to what burn does and what we cannot do with it. Yes. And burn, if you guys didn't know, you cannot restart or rotate backwards cards with burn. So now things that you cannot do with burn, you cannot (laughs) store it under the cards. You cannot return it to your hand. You cannot return it from the discard pile. You cannot rotate it backwards. You cannot restart it. Essentially, when you put that out there, you either remove it or let it run its course, and that's all you can do. Yes. So
0: burn cards, if it says burn on it, it's just going to do what the card says and be done. That there's mm-hmm. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Burnt cards are powerful. That's why they have burn on them. They're exactly. not going to let you ma- manipulate them any other way than going to the discard.
1: You mean I can't re- restart Thunderslug? You can't just keep <laughs> that one out there? No. No, you cannot. Probably for the better. Probably for the better. Oh, man. All and- right. I mean, along with that, the the one other card I do I do we didn't get a chance to finish our card talk, Matt. Under, it's well, understandably, true. it's true. The game's been out, you know the cards we've all been playing it. We didn't we didn't we felt it not need to to finish talking about them. But there is one card that came out, very last card that I would like to at least give at least five minutes of our attention to the beautiful hammer down enforcer. Yes. Oh, that card did not only change tech, but it changed the game entirely. It did.
0: It's so good. I mean, I, I I can see this being splashed into other orders for how good it is.
1: Oh, in my opinion, Tex still has the best buff removal. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's a it's a removal that can remove two. That the condition is health, which every order has access to, from what I understand <laughs> of how health works, and the card doesn't have burn. Like yeah. it, it, it's it's coinciding with what Pathfinder does. But Pathfinder, you at least have to run two astral orders to get the benefit from it. Ex- exactly. Like, like this one, you just you have to have more than two health. That was always
0: the thing with path, uh, Pathfinder. Is it, it's really good in astral. It really sucks everywhere else. Yep. Because it, it turns into remove one buff, and it's I mean you don't even get extra damage or something like you would out of a, a reckless spirit. Mm-mm. It's just there's no option for that but yeah uh just the flexibility that hammer down Forrester gives you it's so strong like it, 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 i love that it's an option too oh yeah like you don't it, have to do it yeah because I actually would, would very occasionally run into that with a like a crystal leech or a shadow puppet right yeah where you actually have to remove two
1: mm-hmm. i believe it's a, it does not say up to two yeah
0: and so it's either zero or two. What, what do you want to do? And it's like, well, you know, that one's actually going to hurt them next turn if I leave it there. But I really want to remove the one next to it. Well, hammer down enforcer. Here you go. You there can you go. just remove one if you want. It's beautiful, and you save yourself two health in the process,
1: <laughs> right?
0: And then, of course, it's it doesn't have burn, so you yeah. can bring it back. Yeah. So it's still still on that level of of a Pathfinder a Reckless Spirit where it's got that power, it's got the removal, and you can bring it back. Mm-hmm. Now, your your power to bring stuff back in tech is a little limited.
1: True. But the option is there. Very true. But everywhere else, you can bring anything back nowadays. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, I, I have to say, I mean, the fact that they then moved it into time which puts oh, it in the utility category which which is where it
1: should have been all along
0: <laughs> on par with every other buff removal out there like i, I always kind of wonder about craze bomber right mhm cuz like okay i get that craze bomber boom explosion it would feel yeah, wrong th- not to put him in explosives
1: thematically. Yes. Unless it's like crazed bomber, like put the timer on a bomb upside down and that's why it's in time. Yeah. maybe. I, just but, that, like I, that's, that's a pretty big leap,
0: but you see that that's what I always wondered is, was it purely for thematic reasons or did they want to switch it up and say, Hey, everybody's removal is in, you know, the, the third element, except for this one. Let's see how people played with that. Like
1: it could have been. I mean, early stages of the game, that was probably something new yeah. to test around with. Which is like Thunder Slug is a is a buff, buff removal mm-hmm. as opposed to an attack, like all the other ones are. Yeah. So they probably did. They used probably the first set to kind of dip their toes in the water of what all they can do with the game.
0: Yeah.
1: But I'm I'm much enjoying Hammer Down than yeah. <laughs> I ever was with Crazy Bomber. Tech has so many fun buffs, and I finally get to use them.
0: Yeah, so um, j- j- just to finish that up, then I think the the, the crazed bomber isn't a completely dead card. Uh, so any crazed bombers you had in the digital game should yes. now register as hammer down enforcers. Yes, so they're they're all transferred over, and any if you get come across any more crazed bombers in the, like physical cards that you scan in, they should scan in as hammer down enforcer.
1: That is correct, yes. Okay. Which is why I have about 50 craze bombers or hammer down enforcer I should <laughs> say.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> hammer down enforcer just came out yesterday.
1: I have 50. I have 50. How? Awesome. Mm, sorcery. Yes.
0: But yeah, great change there. Loving that.
1: I, I think a lot of people are
0: don't know that I've played a hammer down enforcer yet,
1: but all I've been doing is building deck or tech decks in my t- <laughs> in my free time. Now, I've like all these buffs are fun, let's check them out. Yep. I'm not removing my own buffs anymore. Nope, nope. I will gladly take 2 damage with tech. Yes, sir.
0: All right. Any other little tidbits we we want to cover before we
1: jump into the meat of this? I think that was all. We got a huge update on the app. New modes which we will soon go into for all of you. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But no, I think those are, the, those are the big ones that are covered that are a lot of questions and concerns about what what's going on here. So <laughs> I think we're ready to delve into the meat of this sandwich, Matt.
0: All right. This week, for those of you who are interested, we, we are mostly going to be talking about the new draft mode. Um, the other big mode that we got was the adventure mode that I know, well, a few people may have uh, heard something about ahead of time, but... For for most of you out there, it was a brand new thing that didn't even know was coming, really. So I'm excited to jump into that a little more when we've had some time to fish around in there and see how it plays out.
1: Well, I think Adventure Mode has like 600 plus bosses. Like
0: it's something ridiculous. It it will take you a long time to get through there, especially if you're trying to get like all the stars and all the power ups and everything. Like
1: oh yeah, ridiculous. There's five stars almost per every boss, and like. I don't even know how many countless hours you could delve into adventure mode and still not get it done. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I, I I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time with that. I've spent some time with it, but I want a little more time with it. But right now, I think we want to talk about the
1: draft. Oh yes. Now I, I'm personally, it's probably my favorite mode that they put out is mm-hmm. draft mode. Yeah. We've been we've been finding a few bu- uh, bugs, and I've I've reported my fair share of them already. But <laughs> draft is such an exciting and innovative new experience for people who are kind of like not too into Constructed and just want to try something brand new.
0: Yeah, and one of the best things I like about it is when you go in, like, okay, you just construct this deck, and even though you feel you might not have the best deck or you might not be the best deck builder, I don't feel at quite the same disadvantage as wow. I do when I would jump into Ranked or something.
1: Exactly.
0: Because the person on the other side that I'm playing just went through the same process, right? Mm-hmm. And while they may be a better deck builder than I am, maybe they just got really crappy cards to choose yeah. from. And so they couldn't build the best deck. Like, I, I've gone through a draft where I only had two buff removal. Like, th- mm-hmm. that's all I was offered. And so, like, I I don't think I've ever built a deck with less than three buff removal.
1: Oh no! I know I for sure have, and that's the first thing I add to my decks. <laughs>
0: Except when I go through and uh, oh, I'm at thirty cards. Oh, didn't
1: add buff removal. Shaked. Yep, yep. Like oh, watch out! Forgot about those. <laughs> but
0: yes, typically that's the first thing you add to a deck, and it's like three buff removal. And I like I was watching out for them. I'm like, I got to remember to click these when I get the chance. And it, it sucks when it, you know you're presented with four cards, and it's like. Well, I need that buff removal, but I want these other two cards too.
1: Yes, um, well, it's like it fit your core deck of what you're building so well, and it's yeah. like maybe I'm fine if I only have you know two buff removal. <laughs> My deck just works really efficiently.
0: No, I, I I have still gone take as much buff removal as I can because wet it, it, especially when I know other people aren't you know getting to draft their optimal deck. Yes, like that buff removal. Like, maybe they forgot to grab buff removal. So, me having two or three is really going to be able to outpace them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I think that'll give me a little bit of an advantage type of thing. So, it, it's something I, I have to grab if it's there.
1: Oh, every time. Every time. There's no hesitation for me when I do that.
0: Now, of course, buff removal, grabbing as much as you can. One of the things we learned about draft in, in physical draft. Lightseekers draft, one of the rules they changed is that there are no limits to how many of a particular card you can have. Right? Yes. And that led you to finding some problems.
1: That led me to going 0-3 in draft, and let me tell you the fun little story here. I, I, In case you guys missed my Twitch stream, I built a very fun nature deck that went kind of the more control route. I was burning Darkleaf, and I was like, all right, if I pass my turn, I'll heal for two. Kind of let's play the long game. And it led me to a draft where I picked four Reckless Spirits, and I was like, yes, four buff removal. That is awesome. Fantastic, yes. So much control. I I, I mean, it's nature, so it's only one, but still, at the same time, (laughs) I was like, yes, it's four buff removal. No one's going to expect four buff removal, which led me to find that the game, coding error-wise, if you have more than three cards of the same name in your deck, the, the coding will read it as illegal, and it will take out every single copy of those cards, So, I was playing a control deck with 31 cards because it removed all of my reckless spirits. (laughs) And I just kind of, I literally, it took me till the third game and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to draw till the end and figure out where they are. And then I finally realized, hey, there's only 31 cards in here.
0: Yeah. What? That, I mean, that blows my mind too. Because, like, I, I understand it reading as illegal in the first place, but then. When it removes four cards and you're sitting there with a the 31-card deck, I'm like, how does it allow you to play with the 31-card deck? Right?
1: Should, shouldn't the 31-card <laughs> deck also be illegal and just what, be like, like you should, can't play? Yeah, shouldn't
0: that trump like anything you were trying to do? It's like, no, you only have 31 cards. You cannot play this deck. Yeah. And like spit out another error or
1: something. But, but it's just like, no, you're allowed to go in, but okay. uh, we're not going to tell you what happened.
0: Yeah. But the good news is it sounds like that got fixed.
1: Yes. Immediately after that game, I sent a screenshot to Benny and was like, hey, Benny, this is the situation. What happened? And he's like, we're on it. And within 24 <laughs> hours, he's like hot fixes in draft is good to go. And I was like, awesome. I could finally pick my four buff removal again. Yeah. So,
0: so for anyone wondering, you should be able to pick like four buff removal or something like yes, that. Yes, you like, should be able to pick four like of the same
1: of- card. Yes. And uh, you're welcome for that if you guys wanted to thank someone. So that yeah. Uh,
0: personally so far i've just never had that option even like that there was one game i only got two and the other the other two drafts i think i got three buff removal in each of them but yeah i mean i would love to take more if they're out there that's part of the fun of draft
1: they were offered and i i snatched those things right up Mm -hmm. and fell for the trap
0: (laughs) (laughs) frank why don't you kind of walk us through the process like
1: for someone who hasn't tried draft yet what for are someone who at? hasn't perfect all right matt uh, for someone who hasn't tried draft drafting you you jump into draft mode right away bam pretty simple hit that draft button you're in draft mode what you start is with they give you an option between two alignments and they'll look like the booster pack icons and then you choose which alignment you want to start drafting with so it's either dread nature text storm mountain or astral one of the two you get an option for as soon as you click your option you'll get a choice of three to four heroes now three three of the heroes are just basic heroes the mm-hmm. fourth one I, I was confused personally when I first saw it because the trailer and the kind of, not the trailer, yeah. the all, all the news reports and what they were saying about it was like, oh, it can be a random hero that you choose. And I was like, okay, cool. So it's like three predetermined ones, and if you don't like those, you can take a gamble and choose a random one. But apparently what that thing is is every so often when you enter the draft, that fourth one will flip over and be a mythic hero.
0: There it's, we go.
1: It's not a random hero that you can just click on and be like, "I'll just take the random, the the door number two, yeah, type of thing."
0: Because I know I tried that in my first draft. I'm like, "Why won't it let me select this one? I want to select the blind one."
1: Yep, I was super excited to do it too, and I realized it's like, "Oh no, it only flips over for if it's a mythic hero," and I was like, "That's a rather disappointing to find out midway, like right in the selection screen, yeah. but." For any of you guys didn't know, that's what that is for. So do not be discouraged like I was. So I, I I picked one of the three heroes and then I went into the draft. And now what I found out while doing the draft is when you choose your hero, be mindful of what their superiority is. Because I found out as selecting cards in the draft mode that the whatever your superiority is on your hero, you are more inclined to find more of those aligned cards. Yeah. So, so if you pick Go ahead. Sorry, Matt? Yep. Oh, so if you pick something like I did with explosive, I found a lot more explosive cards than I would time or mechanical, which led me to kind of be just you know a heavy explosive deck. This was another bug I think I talked to Benny about was that the because of the selection which I believe is now fixed that they do because they do have a number like increase for your superiority. I think. And I talked to Benny about this. It might have been too high, because <laughs> when I did my first draft the first day, I selected 21 explosive cards, and it wasn't because they were the good ones. It was because a lot of the times those were all I had options for is all yeah. explosive. But,
0: like, so you, I just yeah you sh- have four explosive
1: really cards. quickly. Yep. But before you even get into your first round of action cards, you are allowed to pick two combos right away. And the combos so, so essentially are like, hey, okay, how do two I want you
0: You're always presented with four cards.
1: Yes, yes, that is right. You're always pre- presented four cards, and you get to choose two of them at a time. Thank you for thank T- you for jumping in. that. Typically,
0: yes, with one exception.
1: Yeah, the one exception. which makes sense. You only have five combos. <laughs> That's I
0: mean? true. You have to end up with an odd number of cards. So uh, yes, yeah, there has to be one time.
1: Yes, so you start off with the combos, and you get to pick two of the four. And that kind of really should set the flow of how your deck should run based on the combos. Then you get through the action card process. You're always presented with four cards. You get to choose two of them at a time, add them to your deck, and then it goes on to the next one through and through. About halfway through, you get to choose another one of your combos. I think it's just one. I, I, yes, I got to remember. If,
0: the middle one is just a single.
1: It's just a single. Okay. Yeah. And then afterwards, you go through another round of action card processes, picking two of four and adding them to your deck. Then the last one is your last two combos that you get to pick and add to your deck. And that's it. That's the drafting process. Yeah. it's It's actually a lot more intuitive than I thought it was going to be. And it really, really kind of made you think of like, okay, if I'm drafting these cards, and I'll have to start looking out for maybe some of the family-oriented stuff. Or I also have to be mindful of choosing the right element so that I have enough to pay for the combos that I yep. picked. And that's that's a really tough thing to do because I have seen videos on Twitch of other people who, doing drafts. And they go into their deck and they're like, awesome, I think I picked a really good deck. And it turns out they have like one death card and they have two combos that require death. And they're like, <laughs> wow, I am never going to get those off, am I? And it, it just it kind of throws them off a little bit because so you have to be really mindful of what you're drafting at all times. Remember the elements, kind of always keep an eye on that little icon to see okay, how many of like time and mechanical do I have over my explosive? Should I be just picking some for the elements so I can still for, pay for my combos?
0: Yeah, and that's something that it, it can be a hard adjustment because the, the way I build decks, like like I'll go through and build the deck and then go back and check. It's like. How how did this line up? Like do I have too many of one element? Like that's not something I'm thinking about when I'm putting cards into the deck. Exactly. But unfortunately with draft, that's something you really have to be mindful of.
1: You don't get to go back. No. What you pick is what you get. Yeah. So then after after you build the whole draft deck, you have your predetermined hero well not predetermined, you have your selected hero, you have your selected draft deck. All you do is you hit that enter the draft button. You start in the gold rank right away. You have your zero zero, you're right in the gold key. For the first six matches, you trying to trying to phrase this properly. <laughs> you have you can get a total of six wins. You can only lose three times. The moment you lose your third game, you are out of draft entirely. Yes. But if you if you make it to six wins, you get to enter the gauntlet for whichever bracket you are in. There's gold, silver, and bronze, and you go down a tier depending on if you lose a game. So if you're in gold you lose one you go down to the silver bracket. Yeah. So on and so forth. So,
0: so, so like I, the, the way I kind of feel about it it's almost like a triple elimination tournament. Yes, exactly. Which is it, weird because that's not really a thing. But not not in Lightseekers no. But like I feel that that's the best way to describe it because every time you lose you you get knocked down to another bracket. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So yeah, that, that that that's gonna change where you end up. It's gonna change your pricing. It's gonna do all yep. these sorts of things. But it's
1: gonna affect who you go against too. Is, is sure. the more people that go into draft, you'll be facing more bronze people. So it's like, oh, hey, you know, he he lost two. Maybe we're on the same footing, and you're not going against someone who's in gold when you've only been like you've won one game and lost two. Yeah. You're not going against someone who's six and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. But if you do make it to six games and you make it to six wins. You go into what is referred to as the gauntlet. You take the key, either gold, silver, or bronze, and you enter your gauntlet. And as soon as you get into the gauntlet mode, it's a one-lose-and-you're-out. You have to win three games to essentially run the gauntlet, but if you lose one, you're out. That's the place you get, and there's no coming back. you got to restart your draft. But if you enter the gauntlet, your prizes do increase substantially from what I've seen outside of the gauntlet. Yes. And it's it's really rewarding. Obviously, if you go full nine wins, you complete the gauntlet. And then you get – in in my opinion, I do think the reward system does need to be a little increased.
0: That's what I've heard across the board from anyone that – like I personally have not made it into the gauntlet yet.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, I do feel my opinion is a little biased because I've – been building up a lot of gold just for this moment
1: yes me too
0: oh (laughs) me too so like i i I have a bunch of gold to spend and like nothing else to spend it on so i i i I don't feel as 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 trapped i guess yes but i i do put put myself in other people's shoes you know newer players or people who you know just have spent they spent all the gold buying Uprising packs,
1: right? Yeah. Oh I spent the majority on uprising packs. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, mean I you, saved almost you, you, two thousand twenty thousand gold. So
0: you, you want to get all those th- those new cards It totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So for, for, for th- those people, I can see where you're coming from that you really would be hoping for some form of compensation to allow you to keep drafting.
1: Yes, and I'll give you an example of this. I went nine and two in my first draft. I was yep. like, yes, I went the whole I ran the whole gauntlet. I made it to bronze. I, okay, bronze, that's fine, but I ran I ran the whole gauntlet more than nine ones, and what I got out of it was one draft ticket so I could go back into draft and two packs of mythical. yeah that was it I, I I beat nine opponents all with draft random assorted decks, played my deck, built my deck from scratch, and I got. Another draft run and two packs of mythical.
0: So I mean, the the, the next draft run, I, I mean the draft ticket. Like I I understand that. Like I would, if you didn't get that, I would be shocked. Like that yes. that would be the worst thing ever. Like, yeah. I have we confirmed that just making it into the gauntlet, you're guaranteed a draft ticket.
1: That I have not confirmed. Okay. From what I understand, I think. I think if you I, – I have heard someone say they made it into the bronze gauntlet but lost it right away in the gauntlet. And so they went six and three, and they did not get a draft ticket. Hmm. So go, just making it to the gauntlet does not guarantee you a draft ticket from okay. what I understand.
0: You, you see, and and that's what I would hope is if you make it into the gauntlet, great. You, 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 you've won six times now. Yep. Like he, here's your draft
1: ticket. Yep. like You get to try again for free.
0: Like, that, I think, needs to be a bare minimum. Now, oh, yes. While that draft ticket is, in theory, worth 150 gold, like, I can see where people are coming from as well. Like, they want to see that gold.
1: Well, it, from what you're saying, it's it's like 150 gold, mm-hmm. but it's like $25 to McDonald's in a gift card. Yeah. It's it's worth $25, but only in one place. Sure. So if you wanted to save up gold to then buy more packs of Uprising because yep. you don't have them all yet, you can't do that. You have to go back into draft. Yeah. Which I th- I think is, is going to kind of really undermine the draft economy, mm-hmm. and it's going to really lower the player base in drafts. Yeah, and essentially, it's going to then kill the draft mode for anyone who's not who isn't good at draft. Because <laughs> if you don't at least get some gold compensation for like making it five runs or like whatever, you get packs. Okay, for the most part, people already have a large collection, and those are just shards. Yeah, and you can buy cosmetics with them. But like, if you don't get gold back, to then say, okay, I'll you know I'll try again. I'll keep trying. At least I can then earn gold if I make it to six, and start making a somewhat digital income where I can then use the gold on whatever I want. Without doing that sort of high-risk, high-reward in draft, I don't see a whole lot of people continuously going into draft, thus making the player base for draft dwindle dramatically, and then it's only going to be like five people playing draft, and you're going to face the same guy three times (laughs) in a row. Yeah. So I do think that's one big flaw that they need to address soon.
0: I I think I could see it even just like if you got like 10 gold per win, or something like that, right? Something like that, yeah. So, so I mean, if you make it through your six wins, you're guaranteed like 60 gold. Mm-hmm. And then, like I was saying, like if you make it that far and you get the draft ticket and then you know you know, I have the 60 gold that I don't need to spend on the draft, I can spend it on something else. Yeah. It's at least something.
1: It, yeah, it's, it's something to kind of give you back some money that you would have, quote-unquote, lost for paying for a draft ticket. Yeah, it gives you some reward to go like, oh, I went five and zero or like five and three. Do I at least get some of that money back?
0: Yeah, you, you get fifty gold back then. Yeah, like I like I think that's fair. Like like I I think that you know if you do well and like get into the gauntlet, yeah, getting your money back makes sense. It's yes. like if you make it to the final table in poker, you're getting your money back
1: mm-hmm. easily. Oh yeah. What I even said is an, another thing they could do, and they, they actually fixed this like the first day of the Warhammer they put Draft in, was in, – in my mind, I think what they're trying to do is because they are still trying to sell physical cards, right? They're trying to sure. still promote the physical side along with the digital, is that for people who, like me, don't want to play Construct now that we have Draft, make it so that if we at least own the card physically, we can level that up in Draft mode and get gold. Mm, yeah. If we could do that, then Draft is the same as Constructed, and people will play Draft over Constructed if they don't like the current meta. Yeah, And they can still get gold that way, and they will get more gold the more physical cards they have, which will then help sell the physical cards. And then it would be okay if all you got was a draft ticket, because at least you you leveled up your cards by getting gold. There would still be some some sort of way to gather income off of the physical cards.
0: And that's going to be a way to level up cards that you might not normally level up. Exactly. Because you, you wouldn't put them in your constructed deck normally, but I, I mean, I can't tell you how many cards I've drafted already
1: that I've never played with. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how does that card work again? What yeah. is going on? There was even a few combos that I was like, wait, that does that? How does that happen? <laughs> wait, it was, that's, uh, it, that, that's not from the new set? No, what, what, that's not. That's that? from like mythical. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The hero Trigux that I drafted, I knew that like just reading his his text, like uh, I believe we talked about this before, read the entire paragraph of text because you <laughs> will miss something. I knew his ability was discard an explosive card to deal four damage, and I was like, okay, that, sure. you know, that's fine. I did not also know that it also dealt one damage back to you. Yeah, because it's and tech. Yes, and because it's tech, I, I didn't even notice that. But for, it, I got really lucky because I built my deck to have a lot of cards that interacted with when I deal damage to mm. myself. Yes. So I was like, oh, my God, that's so much better than I thought. <laughs> and I grabbed some of the new Uprising cards, and one of them was the – I can't remember the name now, but it was like XX5 open corner. And whenever you dealt not damage yourself, restart that buff. Okay. And the moment I realized that I could deal damage myself just by discarding an explosive card, I was like, that buff is going to get so much value. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't even need to lay some of these attack cards if I can just deal four damage and then one to myself and keep that buff on the board. Yeah, And it really changed my game plan just for finding that out after game two. I was like, wait, I can restart this buff? That's how easy it is? Oh my word. It's all it takes. It really is. And yeah, there's just so many cards that I just haven't used yet or didn't you know, think about using, but they were the better choice in draft mode. So yeah. I could level up a bunch of the cards that I never, haven't gotten to. So that, that's another thing that you could do, is because it also helps promote the physical game. Where it's like, hey, I own the physical cards. Can I at least still get some gold compensation out of leveling them up outside of a constructed format?
0: Yeah, that, that, that's something I didn't really think about. Like, I didn't notice that, yeah, my cards weren't leveling up after that. Because uh, they, I mean, we'll, we'll get to this next week, too. But, like, they, I, I don't think they level up from adventure mode.
1: Really? Or do they? I mean that is essentially a constructed format. I would assume. I guess you
0: are using your own deck.
1: Yeah, maybe they do. (laughs) I I have to pay attention now. Matt, time to go into adventure mode. Let's go right now. let's let's see if we can earn some gold.
0: If if we had a visual component to this podcast, I would totally be on it. But
1: oh, that'd be amazing. But yeah, I mean, there's still uh, draft is an amazingly entirely new animal of a format to tackle, and it's so much fun to play the The constructed format, at least for me, has been very stale. Even before, I mean, before uprising, it was like three decks, and if you weren't playing those three, you weren't winning. So people didn't play ranked. It really made the the game stale. And now we have draft format, and draft is what I've been telling everyone. It's it's in my opinion better than constructed because it's a different game every single time. Once even once the meta settles, you are never going to go against the same deck twice.
0: Yeah, because I it really levels the playing field. Mm -hmm. It really.
1: It almost helps you build your deck building uh, skills too. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, because even if you, I mean, that that's the only difference between like, okay, no, I take that back. There there are different levels of players. Some, some people just you know never make mistakes, never make any play mistakes. They are going to come out a little bit ahead if they have control over how they draw their deck. Yes, but when you level a playing field like this, everybody's choosing from random cards. Everybody is just – you You don't have as much control going no. into it, which means it, it it's more about your ability to build a deck on the fly and more about your ability to make the best of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And if you're not good at those things now, you will be after a couple of drafts.
1: Oh, yeah. You will start to be like, okay, some of these cards' interactions that I've never seen in Constructed before – I might have to watch out for them just because they're good in draft. like In Constructed, because the way things work in Constructed, you build your doubt to have a theme. You build the deck to do a certain thing and 90% of the time it should always do that if Mm -hmm. you built it properly. And so you never really see some of these cards that are essentially really good cards, but because they don't fit into that constructed deck that you've been confined to to run a theme, you never saw them. And then you go into draft and you're like, this card is terrible in Constructed, but in Draft... It's amazing because some values for cards that are in draft are insanely strong compared to those, so those constructed because they're just – they're not worth running over other cards. Yeah, But you look at it in, in draft and you're like, this is nuts. This is a really good card and it's a common that's never seen in constructed. So the draft format is also completely different from constructed too in that sense. And it really, it really helps other cards shine that you might not have even seen before. And I bet you – I can guarantee you you go into draft and be like, wait, did I just – Did I just die to that card like that? Did I just like? It's one of those like Battleborn oppressor. Did I just die to two damage? Is that what killed me really? Or sometimes like all I all I have is a two damage card, and that's what I'll use. I couldn't, I didn't pick any more high level attack cards Mm -hmm. because I couldn't get the most efficient like six attack cards. I'll have to choose like the three and the four ones because I just need damage in the deck. And you'll find that those cards work really well. They can absolutely. They they can.
0: I, I got to play a Storm deck. My, my first draft was a Storm deck.
1: Oh, you got lucky then. I did.
0: And it was a lot of fun. Like, But one thing that I noticed that I, I had kind of wondered as we were going through these Uprising reveals was all these like family-specific stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't really get to build out the family component in my deck, but... What I did find, especially I think it's gonna happen even more often in draft, was like hive flusher. Oh yeah. It, I, I I I played against the Astral Deck. There I am removing mateships. I'm like it was fantastic.
1: Like wait, did I just do that? Really?
0: Yeah. It, like once they threw out a ship, and I'm like, oh yeah, that, that is a machine. I'm I am i gonna save this card. Oh, wait till wait till they throw out another one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it, it was fantastic. It's just little interactions like that that I'm like, you know, will this ever happen? Will it actually ever? Will I get full value from this card?
1: Like, yes, yes. You in draft in draft mode, you most likely will. Yes, yeah. Because people don't play around certain cards in constructed and draft mode. Just like, well, either he has it or he doesn't. Let's go. Mm
0: -hmm. I I I mean, because it's it's really like. honestly a 50 50 shot whether or not they have that card in their deck mm-hmm. it's like they may not have even had it as a choice during their no. draft but if they did then it's a 50 50 shot of whether or not they grabbed it yet and who knows yeah but yeah draft is it's a lot of fun
1: it's a lot oh, of fun and what what's also really nice about draft too is it, it really if you If you only stick like like yourself matt if you're if you're heavy on storm, you know storm like the back of your hand, mm-hmm. but you go into any other alignment you 're like, "I know five cards in this alignment that's what i'm good with. You will quickly learn every right. other alignment and what works well in each one either by facing against it or <laughs> building it on the fly. Yeah. Because I, I went into tech and I was like, all right, tech I know like the least amount. I tried to avoid tech because Craze Bomber, it kinda ruined the feel of buffs in tech for me. I didn't I didn't like it that much. Sure. Now with Uprising, I was like, tech's changed so much. I'll try it. I'll try it. And I went in there and I was like, okay, what should I do? They've got they've got robots, they've got machines, they've got some creebles. Like, how do I want to really start building this? And that was pretty much all I knew that, that tech had. Like it had those families specifically. I didn't know a whole lot outside of just like, hey, here's a Scrapworks Bruiser, here's a Tyrex Mercenary, like all these damage cards. And then I went in and I was like, oh, this is actually a really cool interaction. If I try drafting this and then I look at the next cards, and I'm like, this one actually works really well with this card. And I mean, in Constructed, you can probably find out a really good deck that works with these. But in draft, you're like, I have no idea what some of these cards do. And just being able to pick them and really pay attention close, I feel like I know tech at least 50% better than I did before just from drafting it. Yeah. Just because I picked, I looked at a whole bunch of cards that I would have ignored when I'm trying to build a constructed deck. And I was like, wait, that card works like that? That's how that interacts with some of the stuff? Awesome. Okay, let's let's try that card. And the more you draft, the more you will learn every card in the set because you have to literally play around every card. As opposed to construct you be like, all right, I gotta play around Magrock. That's what I'm playing around. I'm playing around Magrock. You go into draft, all right. I'm playing around all six alignments with 137 cards just from Uprising. Let's go. It's, it's a whole new field to tackle with just in the different mindset of what they could have.
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I, I thought I might not like it early on, like just hearing about how like they had done draft from Warhammer and stuff. Yeah. Like only getting to choose from, from two orders. Like I didn't, I'm like, well, that seems very limiting. That seems like, but no, it, it it's a very good choice. I think. Oh, yeah. Well, man, I. Oh, go ahead. Like, one, obviously, in Warhammer, it works better because there's only four orders to choose from instead of the six we have. Yes. But, like, even giving us three could have been okay, but I, I think just the two makes that choice easier, right? hmm. You know, less to choose from. 50 50, here you go. Choose one of these two, come back later for more. Yes. But I, I, I guess I'm very glad that they'd don't say okay which order do you want to play because then you get those people who are like dread only players right Mm -hmm. and and dread is one of the biggest problems in in, (laughs) constructed right now and like (laughs) tentacles yes exactly and so you'd have people who would choose dread every single time and that's another thing i like about this is it like it, it forces people out of their comfort zone. Exactly. It forces people to learn. And honestly, that's one of the things I loved. I mean, getting a little off topic here, but about the advanced constructed. Uh, oh, yes. Format, right? I've only seen that done once, and yes. I'm waiting for it to come back. <laughs> like, that's what I loved about it because we got these people who just got hooked on one deck, got really, really good at one deck. And it's like, you you can beat everybody with it. And it's like, well, that's great, but can you play anything else? Yeah. C- can you play a second hero, a second deck? And and, and I'm not just saying, you know, s- switch out H- High Curator Arwen for Xyle, you know? Yeah. Don't yeah. play the same deck, different hero. Because in the advanced format, you need to switch diff- to a different order. And, oh, yeah. And, and that's what I loved about it. It, it, it forced people to actually show that you are good at the game as a whole as opposed to this one deck yep and I think that's kind of what draft does as well it's like okay you may be an astral player but today you have to choose from mountain or nature
1: yep and they're like well mountain is close to the stars right so they're gonna (laughs) give me some astral right and it's just like no no
0: Hey, I mean, you could come up with a mythic hero, I guess. That's
1: that's true. I haven't away, seen I, one yet, but... Neither have I. But a person we have had on the podcast, Mud Turtle, was talking to me before. He did a few drafts. Okay. And he went up back to get back against Sun 100 Tuck 2 and then went into a blammo. Oof. And I was like, oh, so they are there. Okay, people are running mythics. And he's like, yeah, and they were everywhere today. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: That's but, good to know. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So, that, so they, they are there. I just don't know what the chances of getting them are. Yeah. But... So, so yeah. I... The,
0: the the one thing I've run into, a few times. Well, I I know. Well, no, no, I've seen it both ways now. When I'm drafting, it's like everything has been one of my three elements or unaligned, right? Yes. In my very first draft, that that's how it was. Is one of my three elements or unaligned? Hmm. But then one of the unaligned cards was a blacksmith, and I'm sitting there waiting. Like, ooh, I didn't even think about that. Like. They purposely made it, you know, so I can play any of the cards that I that that I they they show me. Yep. Like I can choose any of those; I'll be able to play them. But yeah, can you play cross order? You can. Yeah, because then in my second draft, like in the second round of action cards, there were two items of different. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it, it was weird, and I'm like, I don't know about that because like i didn't try it i i should have tried it right then and there but if i had drafted one of those items mm-hmm. would more of those of that element start showing up in my draft
1: i can tell you for certain it can because i did draft on the second one that i okay. went to control i picked up an item and the next choice i was given a blacksmith so if you pick up an item you are guaranteed at least one blacksmith afterwards okay to choose and then at continuing on into the draft you will start seeing cards in the alignment of the item you just because
0: it's now a valid element for you yep now you okay. can draft it because that, that that was what i was worried about is like well i could pick it up but you know then i'm just if i'm just stuck with this item you know it's not going to really do anything for me exactly so that that's that's good to know that it will kind of recalculate <laughs> your odds of cards and and i i kind of have a feeling that it's probably always going to be in the first few rounds is that what you've encountered like if you get an item it's going to be early on so you can kind of
1: plan for it yep if i I think both of my drafts i was offered items and i only took it the second one because i was like let's let's spice things up yeah and i've i always had it appear either in round three or four okay so it was always really early, yep. but it was never, like, the first round of action cards. It was always the third or the fourth one, and then they give you a blacksmith at least once. Okay.
0: That that so. makes me wonder now if I had – because I'm pretty sure in my first draft I only saw the blacksmith. I didn't see any items. But if I had taken the blacksmith, if I would have been more likely to get an item after
1: They might have given you an item, yeah. Yeah.
0: That that that's interesting. That's good to know. Because I like I figured if you get the mythic hero, I mean, then it's once again going to be those three elements on that yep. hero. So it's going to look like a mix, but it's going to be specific to your hero.
1: Yet, so yes. Because why would they allow you to draft Lunar yeah. with a Sun Hunter Tactu?
0: Sp- speaking of elements, specifically elements on heroes, I I only paid attention to it in, my, in the last draft that I did but have you noticed like when you have you have three choices of heroes uh-huh has it always been like um, f- one was fire superior the next one was earth superior the next one was crystal superior
1: in in my first draft it wasn't even spread between explosive mechanical okay. and time in my second draft it was two superior in soul and one in animal okay so I don't know if they try and even it out like that or if it is just kind of like random, random. I'm guessing it's probably a like little
0: more random than especially since there are some that are
1: like dual superior. Yeah. Like that could throw things off too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the thing is, in draft, you can it's, – it's not legacy. You can use anything – and, or it is legacy. You can yes, use any card. Yes, it is cards. legacy. Yep. Yes, it is legacy. So, I like you're running into cards that you go into stand. You're like, "Oh, I'll never see this," and you go into draft mode. And you're like, "Oh my god, Ritual of Awakening is back," and he yep. drafted that thing. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, creeple Gesture. Hello.
1: Yeah, where did that card come from? But. Yeah, it's 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 a whole different animal to tackle and I am loving draft. Yeah. The only I I like I said I found a few bugs and I've immediately talked to Benny and the people over at PlayFusion about yeah, that Yeah, they've and they been good fix about it.
0: fixing the bugs.
1: Yes. The only thing that I still need them to fix is the the reward system. The rewards, sure. Yeah. Cuz I mean like you said, we have we have accumulated plenty of gold. We have done our due diligence in that. But now with Uprising, we're getting a lot of new players in the game. Now that there's a new set, there's a rotation, all this stuff, people are finally jumping back into the game. Even old people that uh, we haven't seen in months are back now that Uprising's back. And those people haven't accumulated a large collection. They haven't accumulated a large amount of gold. So for all those new players who want to jump into draft and try that format, like they're just big draft players, the reward system is going to kind of lower their... It's gonna limit really.
0: how much they can play.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is then going to limit how many people are gonna jump in a draft. Yep. And then it's 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 just gonna bottleneck.
0: Yep. I agree.
1: So I I do hope they fix that or at least they take notice of it and say, Okay, we got to do something. Yeah. Because – uh,
0: Yeah, I mean I, I I I don't think you need a lot of gold as reward. At this point, I think any gold like like I said, you know, ten goal per win, five goal per win, wh- whatever you want to put it at, I think would be greatly appreciated from by the community.
1: Oh yeah, here's an example of uh, another another digital card game, which I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name on this podcast or not. Go for it, uh, Hearthstone. Many of you probably have heard of Hearthstone. The I posted a picture on the Discord for someone went like twelve and one in the Hearthstone arena. Okay, and the the rewards show that that person went twelve and one. Because he came out with a free booster pack and 550 gold. <laughs> and Arena costs 150. So he made a 400 wow. gold profit for going 12 wins in Arena. And yeah. that's the kind of thing that like, really incentivizes you to say, okay, I did really well in Arena. I, I got rewarded big time. It's kind of like gambling with in-game currency is essentially what draft is. It's, it's always a gamble. Sometimes yeah. the house wins if you don't get a good draft, but sometimes you win and you make it big. And that's that's what they need to do with draft is they need to make it so the rewards like after you like make it into the gauntlet because it's a one and done type of thing. If you make it in the gauntlet, you should immediately get at least 150 gold to get your draft back. And then if you like keep going, the 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 rewards in my opinion should grow like almost exponentially as opposed to like how even in Hearthstone is it's always a uh, three loss and you're done. If there's no gauntlet, there's no special extra rounds or nothing. It's just twelve wins, that's it. But in, in the gauntlet, it's like, yes, I made it to six, I finally made it to the gauntlet. And then you like win two games and you lose one and then you're out. You don't get to go for the nine and three or whatever. You're just done. Yeah. And so I do think that in the gauntlet, like those prizes should grow exponentially the more you keep winning without a loss.
0: All right. So, so here's what I propose. Okay. I propose first five games are well f- first five wins are ten gold per win right okay so then it, it, if you lose before making it to the gauntlet you walk out with potentially t- anywhere from ten to fifty gold
1: so I'd even if, say you could probably bump it up to fifteen gold per win
0: put, potentially
1: yeah 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 and so they, they'd walk out with what seventy five gold or something yeah, like that
0: depending h- how generous they they're feeling but yes you know it it, it it's something. You get a I mean, little bit back, but like you said, you, five out of nine wins. You made it halfway. You get you, half you, your- you. You didn't play well enough. The house wins. Yes, so you're not getting everything back, but you're getting something.
1: Yeah, a little compensation, a little yeah. walking away money.
0: He, he, for, here's here's something for your time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Try again next time.
0: But yeah, then instead of the draft ticket, your sixth win, which gets you into the the gauntlet, should. Like we said, kind of break even for you. Yeah. So yeah, if you've earned fifty up to that point, tack on a hundred. If you if it's the seventy five, tack on another seventy five for that sixth win, getting you into the gauntlet. You're at a total of one fifty.
1: Yeah, I, I even think that the the total should be because there's there's three tiers. There's bronze, silver, and gold. Okay. That like if you if you made it into bronze, they'll give you a hundred. If you make it into silver, they give you a hundred and fifty extra. If you get it into gold, they will give you two hundred gold extra. For making it in there, because you you went without a single loss, if you made it into gold. You should be rewarded with more gold than you went in with bronze.
0: I I I wouldn't necessarily agree with that.
1: What well, would you give him, like shards, or what would you give w- him for well, gold?
0: I I I, I mean, because I think it, it's that whole that the, the the whole thing with people have problem I've heard some people have with double elimination tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. Is they feel for whatever reason that top player who went undefeated throughout the whole thing should somehow be rewarded more. Your reward is playing less. Because if you lost twice, you're down in the bronze tier, and you made it out to the gauntlet, you actually had to play eight games to get there instead of just six. True. So it's a time savings at that point.
1: The, the counter-argument I will say to that is the tournament that you're considering is a constructed format tournament. Sure. You're you're not taking into consideration action that you built a deck on the fly mm-hmm. and had to play against opponents who also did that. Yes. So, it it, it I would say just to counter I guess to to fight for sure. my point yeah. as well is that because it also, like You you won 6-0. You did really good. You played your deck against other people. You didn't lose a single one. Yep. That shows that you're a good player and also that you were really good at building a good deck with the cards that were allowed. So okay. I, that's why I do think that if you go into the gold as opposed to bronze, you've shown that your deck building and your playing ability of the game is better than the people who probably did bronze. Because people who probably did bronze might have even had like, hey, someone else maybe even built the deck for them and they just played it. So that someone like built them a really good deck, but they didn't know how to play it properly, so they lost a few games. Like there's always that to take into consideration too, or like they went to bronze because they they, you know, once again go to the gambling thing where they weren't they didn't build a good deck and draft because they weren't off for the cards like the person. So it is mm-hmm. it is the gambling aspect. Um, I mean, there's there's a bunch of variables to put into it, but yeah, if you're if you're going for like I said, the double elimination where you had to play more games to still make it, that makes sense. But that's because you came in with a constructed format deck built knowing how it plays. This is you built a deck on the fly and you hope it works. And if you beat opponents who did the same thing, awesome.
0: But 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 that's what I'm saying. Is like your opponents are in the exact same situation, mm-hmm. wh- whether you're in draft or you're in constructed. Your your opponent had the same amount of time, the same amount of cards to choose from. What whatever, however you want to phrase it, like if you're in draft, they're in the same situation. If you're in constructed, you're in this, it's the same situation. I mean, with constructed, it's how much time did you actually put into it, you know, play testing and and building and all that stuff. But it's it it, it should be understood to be the same situation. I feel.
1: Okay, I, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, so I think now w- where we're going with this, it ultimately will even out, but we're, we're coming at it from two different angles because what, what I would say is if you're in the gauntlet in the gold tier and you win a game, the payout for that win is going to be higher than the payout for someone in the bronze
1: gauntlet. But you're okay, saying so the, the you, increase in rewards.
0: Yes. You're saying just for getting there, you should be rewarded more. Whereas I'm saying if you won six games in a row, you need to prove to me you can win one more, and then you will, be, you will see that giant exponential reward.
1: Okay. That, that makes sense as long as like the exponential rewards increase the longer you are in the in compared to the gold silver yeah, and bronze yeah and it,
0: yeah like, I, I think as you're going through the gauntlet and what depending which gauntlet you're in like yes those rewards should vary and and be significant at that point because yeah. i mean like i said that, then you're in single elimination just getting to that point was tough enough and now staying in that tournament is is i mean super (laughs) nerve-wracking
1: oh yeah no that makes that makes complete sense that you the prizes should increase exponentially depending on which bracket you made it into
0: yeah so so like like i'm saying like i think just no matter where you enter the gauntlet i think you should be at 150 and then like if you the, the, the next game you win if you win game one in your gauntlet uh, if you're a bronze, maybe it's only a fifty coin bonus. You know, silver is a hundred, and gold is two hundred, or something like that. Okay, that that's my opinion. I like. I would be very happy with that. Maybe that's not for everybody. Maybe some people want more, want that 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 payout sooner. But I think that's fair. That's what I would think would be fair. If if I make it to the gauntlet, get my money back. I'm happy. But if yeah. I want to make a profit from this, you need to keep winning.
1: No, yeah, I, I I'm I'm full on board with just the simple fact that you need to be able to make it so that draft mode you can make a profit on the in-game currency. Yeah. With without them being able to profit on it, mm-hmm. draft mode will die. Yes. It will die cuz there are people who only play draft who don't want to deal with constructed and if constructed is the only way to get gold outside of quests, people are never going to play draft. Yeah. People are going to say the rewards are not worth the time going into it. Yeah. Building the deck, playing against random opponents with the hodgepodge deck you put together, it's it's just not worth it.
0: So, I will try to take this from Playfusions point of view for the time being. Yes. And say, "Hey, we do offer you another way to keep playing draft. Like we, we, so far we've talked about it's 150 gold coins, right? Yes. There is one other way to buy a draft ticket is with I believe it's 100 gems. Yes. So 100 gems. Unfortunately, I'm as I'm sure most of you know, in order to get gems outside of uh a couple of the, the daily slash weekly missions that you can get mm-hmm. gems, you need to pay real money. Yeah. And so I, I can see it from their business point of view that if you want to keep playing, we want your money. Right. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I, I mean, I'm a business man myself. I get that you need to keep making money in order to keep, you know, in business, yes, it, it, it only makes sense. But I also feel, from a business perspective, the the longer you keep people in the game, the more they'll invest in. Yep. Like, e- even if you know you might have this spectacular player who just keeps winning free drafts, free draft, free draft. But you know, then he's going to have that one week where he just cannot win for whatever reason, and it's like you know, yeah, I, 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 I just need to play one more game, but mm-hmm. I'm out of stuff. You know, all right, here's my money, and that's yep. that right there is going to be more money in their pockets than they would have gotten because draft died two months ago. Yes, in in, in its
1: current state. Hmm. And I 100% agree with that.
0: And, and so, yeah, I, I think that's fair to fair to say that draft will die if if things don't change.
1: Yeah. And that goes along with what you were saying is it, it, it's it's going to die if you cannot make a profit if you do well in draft, which has also come mm-hmm. back to the whole thing of, of gambling kind of type of thing. Yeah, uh, It's like, yeah, if you go into gamble and you're really good at Texas Hold'em, yeah, if you do really well, you can win a lot of money. Yep. And I, that should be an incentive to keep doing it. But then it also – you could have one bad hand and lose it all, and you're like, okay, maybe if I if I buy the next ticket with the actual money because I'm on a gold, I can then use that to get my gold back and get myself back on the positive train. Yep. People are—it's always a fluctuation of up and down with that stuff, and yeah, they can just wait, you know, a week to get gold from the missions and all that stuff, and then they go back into draft. But if you're having people wait to go into a game mode for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. That's when players are going to lose interest because, it's like, well, I haven't played it in two days. I did something else. So I'll just keep doing that other thing, and that's uh, you're going to lose players. Yeah,
0: and, and I think just looking at it from a, a single player's perspective, perspective, like I, you know, was doing before, like that's just one player. And yeah. I, I think if you look at it from a wider perspective, the the larger player base, and like you're saying, like if nobody is playing. That's when players are going to drop off. But mm-hmm. if you keep the, those really good draft players in the game, and they're just continuously playing, even if they're playing for free, the people who are going to spend the money are going to stick around longer too. Oh yeah, like I I will admit I, I I'm not one to spend money in apps, but as far as light seekers go. I spend a lot of money on the physical cards. Oh, yeah. Right? I would much prefer to buy the physical cards and scan them in and then use those to play. That's, mm-hmm, same that, here. That's part of the reason I still have a lot of gold is because I haven't bought a lot of uprising packs. No. I, I plan on using my shards to craft uprising cards that I want. I plan on buying physical cards and scanning them in to get – uprising cards i want Mm -hmm. and all of that will produce more gold for me which i will then use to draft exactly so like i'm still investing into play fusion so i don't feel bad about it and they're still getting my money so but if if no one's around to draft against if the, if those players who who you know don't want to pay any money at all whatsoever because it's free to play, which is true, mm-hmm. like it can be free to play if you want. Oh yeah, like if they're not there, like who who am I going to play against?
1: Exactly, and uh, kind of an example of that right now is what's happening in ranked um, mm-hmm. because the uprising, the physical cards have are not going to come out for probably another month, month and a half. Now the people that really started with the game and invested in awakening all those cards rotated out and they you know they didn't play a whole lot because ranked was in a very stale state and they didn't invest a whole lot of gold well now the only way to get uprising is to buy those packs with gold or craft them with shards and for the people that just didn't accumulate stuff like that they don't have all the new uprising cards so the wait time for ranked right now the average wait time for what i'm hearing people talk about is like five minutes long to find a ranked match because no one has the uprising cards, because the physical cards aren't out, and no one played to accumulate the gold like some of us, you know, diehards did. Mm-hmm. So they're all playing in casual, yeah. where the legacy cards are still allowed, and they're just they're playing casual, and that's in casual is where all the decks that went after the rotation <laughs> are now prominent. Which means that casual is just filled with people who are playing stall and everything, and it's like, well, casual is now filled with stall, ranked is now filled with five minute queues. So yeah, let's go play adventure mode. Let's go play draft. Like now is the time for those two modes to really shine yep. before the physical drop before the physical comes out. And if draft does not give you an incentive to make in a sense make an income in the game off gold, people are maybe just play adventure mode and that's it and there goes the whole player base. People are playing a a trading card game where you uh, initially are supposed to play against opponents and all they're doing is single player content because yep. everything is like Ranked is so long a queue. Draft is not an incentive to make an income off of it. And now casual is filled with all the stuff that we got rid of in ranked, and no one wants to play against that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, for we keep talking about you know the 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 top draft players that are going to play for free because they're going to hit the gauntlet every time, make an income, and all this stuff. Yeah, and it's like that's not everybody. No, I I, I've I've played three drafts, haven't hit the gauntlet once. I'm still going to play draft. As long oh, as people yeah. play like and, and even if I do hit the gauntlet at once and make some income, like I'm going to play another 10 drafts before that happens again.
1: Yeah, you're getting my goal. Don't worry. Yeah. Do not worry about it. <laughs> you are going to make an income off of it.
0: Yeah. And, and so uh, speaking of wait times, what, what's been your average wait time for a draft game?
1: I did the first day. Mm-hmm. My average wait time was around 30 seconds or less. Wow, that that yeah. actually feels long. Yeah, for a draft, yeah, I'm Cause, sitting here waiting
0: because all of my draft games have come within ten seconds or less.
1: Yeah, I like, mean, mind you, I was playing at a time fast. of day when the entire UK was asleep, <laughs> and n- like eight or nine o'clock Central Time might not be, might be like eleven o'clock or midnight in some other areas. Sure. So, and because the player base hasn't regrown yet from but uprising, still, I'm but not still, surprised. But yeah. Right
0: under a minute isn't bad.
1: No, especially with five to six minute ranks in, or queues and yeah. ranked.
0: But I, like, I've been super impressed by how little I've had to wait.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, and, it's a good feeling. And,
0: and I would love to keep it at that level. Like I, I, I you, cause you, I'm yes, I, I will admit for when I go queue for a ranked game, I'm, I'm sitting around there poking around in other menus and like checking out all my stats. And like, I start to do that. Like, like I hit, you know, draft, and then I start to poke around, and it's like, it, it vibrates. I'm like, oh, I got a game already. Oh, okay. Let's I hit do the this. Button. Let's
1: go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I, I don't even, like, get out to the main menu again, and I'm like, all right, let's play.
1: Yeah. That's a really good feeling to know that not only that there's that many people playing, but you you don't have time. You always can get into a game, and mm-hmm. you're not sitting here waiting and twiddling your thumbs.
0: Yeah. So, Play Fusion. We love playing draft.
1: Yes, just Please make it so let we can it die. Make it so that we can earn an income and continue playing draft mm-hmm. back to back to back.
0: It it'll, it'll keep it I mean, I think your goal right now is to keep as many players playing as possible, not yes. cuz I, I mean not everybody can win. I nope. I I, I should have done the math, but think about it. F- not for people to get 6 wins. There have to be six losses in there somewhere. Yeah, to not, other people. Not everybody is getting into the gauntlet.
1: No. It is physically impossible and numerically impossible for every single player to go 6 and 2. Mm-hmm. The the numbers just don't add up.
0: Yeah, you know, like even though I believe it's asynchronous, like you're you're not always playing with the same group of people. Nope. So, I mean it, it's it's still not possible for everybody to get into the gauntlet
1: no so re- reward those people who do well but incentivize people who don't do well to learn to do better to make an income
0: yeah
1: that's all you got to do and it's probably one of your best modes that you have out there for the competitive right now until absolutely ranked ch- changes a little bit and you're, you're you're still making changes to cards like burn and hammer down and all that stuff so re- uh, draft mode is where a lot of your players are going
0: mm-hmm. it's so a great place to us. learn
1: cards yeah help us make that mode better it's all we're asking it's all, it's all we're asking just a little bit of love life. just a little bit of love
0: all right I think this is a pretty good place to start wrapping
1: things up I think it's great we we did a great cover on this draft mode i hope you guys out there learned a lot I hope you guys get your draft ticket for just signing in Test it out. You will love the format, I can guarantee you, and you will learn a whole lot more about the cards and interactions than you will just play in constructed format.
0: Absolutely. Frank, I believe uh, this coming weekend, actually, I am going to be seeing you down in the max yes. area.
1: Yes, you will. I will be there with my non-really competitive constructed deck <laughs> that i'm bringing it because it's it's my own homebrew that i've played a little bit on stream but i had to modify it for the classic format and i i love the thing it it's it's a coin flip whether or not it does well but when it does everyone just goes how is this happening (laughs) it's gonna be a lot of fun oh that's the feeling i want to have everyone be like wait you did what why are you running that card and i'm just like i know right you've never seen this before so I cannot wait, Matt. Where, so, why don't you tell them where it is and what time
0: and all that fun jazz? Absolutely. This Saturday, May 18th in Middleton, Wisconsin at Noble Knight Games. Delivery Crab is hosting a silver tournament. This is our May tournament. It is our physical tournament. It, if for no other reason, show up just to meet Frank and I. I mean, I, I, we're not celebrities, but we like to meet people. We're we like on our way. like to talk to people.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so show, I, I love talking light seekers with all of you guys
0: you can destroy frank's deck
1: oh please do please put me in my place i
0: i, I we'll, we'll have a lot of fun there so may 18th silver tournament noble night games in middleton wisconsin 10 a.m registration i really hope to see you there
1: yes and i will be there with my my mat my cards and my enthusiasm for light seekers beautiful it's a beautiful thing it is
0: All right. I think that's about all we have for this week. We'll be back next week, like I said, to talk about some adventure mode when we've had some more time sunk into that. But until that time, we've got some more deliveries to make.
1: See you guys next time.